0: My name is Victoria. I come from Ghanaian parents and grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a painter turned entrepreneur on a mission to empower black women to step into their genius and make an impact. I have a vision for creative women to feel confident and powerful and let go of all the limiting beliefs holding us back from going all out and showing up. I'm also the founder of the Kindred Creators Collective, where I host dinners and retreats to host space for Black women to prioritize self care, build a tribe, and feel inspired. I want a world where Black women artists are celebrated, valued, and paid more. My goal for this podcast is to help women of color build sustainable and purpose driven practices. Every week, I'll chat with a boss who's making bold moves in her industry as a creative entrepreneur. After hanging out with us, you'll feel empowered to build your own creative empire. Now let's start the show. Meet Wisdom Beatty, an artist, parent, curator, and educator based in Chicago. She is the CoLab 7100 Director of Development and Community Relations, where she curates a community-based co-working space and small business incubator. She's also the founder of Ways We Make, Nurturing Creative Communities as Mothers of Color, which is a gathering and celebration of Black and Brown women to share art and strategy to thrive as moms. Join us as we discuss how she carves out space and time to create, while reimagining physical space and historical accuracy for Black people. All right. Hey, people. So today, I'm so excited because I have my girl, Wisdom, on the podcast to talk about her life and experience as an artist. And we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about what she's been up to how this COVID life is treating her? How her practice is going? <laughs>
1: how are you? Thanks for having me. I'm well. I'm 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 okay. <laughs> I'm more than okay. I'm more than okay. I'm well.
0: Good, good, good. It's an
1: honor to be on your podcast. Thank you.
0: Oh, I was so happy that you came on because I know, like, I've known you for a little bit now from working together, but. I just I want to know more about your story and your start and just kind of get into it because I love to like get into people's business sorry (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) we're going to talk a little bit about that Mm -hmm, yes mm -hmm. but I love your work and I love you so this is exciting for me I appreciate you okay so let's Yeah. Let's start from the beginning of your journey. Can you talk about us, kind of what made you start going into this direction as a creative? What was, how did your path start, would you say?
1: So I think I have some type of connected gene pool that like has always even though like unbeknownst to me um, allow me to like be like to hit on a creative path. So my mom who I didn't really, she didn't raise me. My aunt actually raised me in Chicago, but I'm originally from um, Brooklyn, New York. Come to find out she was an artist, but she didn't really get to develop her creative path. Um, she didn't get to go to school, you know what I'm saying? Like she, she had a lot of kids too me and my brother didn't grow up together, my youngest brother, but he's a year older than me, but you know what I'm saying, he developed a creative path, um, and he's like this nomadic hippie, <laughs> which is like, mm-hmm. so beautiful to me, um, and so, you know, my sister kind of dibbled and dabbled in, 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 in it, and um, she doesn't really consider herself a creative, but like she was really, really into poetry and stuff like that, and so I just always felt at, like, I just always felt like a certain type of, like, warmth and, like, energy when I would be around creative people. So I just really followed that (laughs) and just, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I was always drawing and doodling in school. And when I was young, it was, like, the thing that other people didn't really or couldn't really tap into so they would think I was cool (laughs) you know I just kind of like use that to (laughs) my advantage I guess
0: (laughs) yes yes being the art kid in school was fun
1: it was fun I mean sometimes it wasn't because like it's just weird also which is which is good to like understand that you're not like others you know everybody Mm -hmm. wants to be like the same um, and I just think that artists or like our kids just have this, you know, I don't care that you don't think that I'm like everybody else. <laughs> like, I don't want to be like everybody right. else, right? Like, it's kind of like a, a honor, a badge, so.
0: Yes, so I it sounds it. like you kind of had creatives all around you and your family, and you were always drawn to it, to that, to that life, and it was like part of you <laughs> growing yeah, up, but- it sounds
1: like. Yeah, but my um, so my my auntie raised me, and sh- she was more of like a very um, practical <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> person. You know, she had a yeah, she had a nine to five, very cubic, cubesque, cubicle. Um mm-hmm. And I was just, I just never could do it. I just never. I knew feel it. you. Um, and so I. You know, but she supported that path. And that's how I got involved with certain things like Marwen and um, just like art clubs at school and stuff like that. Because we were really literally down the street, I could walk to Marwin, And that's what I did, started to do in like um, eighth grade and high school. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was very much like, you know, what she could physically provide me at the crib. Um, She was she was willing um, and she saw that there was this this other side that that she should cultivate,
0: right? And we met at Malwyn. You were a teaching yeah. artist there. You were mm-hmm. doing this amazing painting class about like black icons or just like icons <laughs> in young people's lives. Mm-hmm. And I know you were also an alum, so you 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 took classes as a kid, yeah? Classes, yeah. Like, yeah, as as I love grade. that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I was just like so oblivious to like my gifts <laughs> at that age. But you Child. were like, this is me. You know, <laughs> I am doing <enjoying> it. <laughs>
1: Victoria, you're doing a damn thing. Like, you know,
0: I I see your pictures. I see your travels. I'm like, girl, that's what I want. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you, boo. But it definitely (laughs) took me a while to kind of Mm -hmm. get into my artist phase. And definitely when I traveled to Ghana, it was just like, it cultivated everything for me. So I'm curious about what was that path for you to kind of... with that moment when you knew like okay this is this is it like this is what was that job or that moment that you had and you were like i feel like i'm doing the right thing this is the right direction for me do you have like a moment
1: well i mean a lot of those moments what i have a lot of those moments um i -hmm. think so you know one of them was really marwin because that's where i went on my first artist residency as mm. like a teenager right and so we went to new york and it was just so cool and uh, you know i'm i'm that's where i'm from but i haven't yeah so i always like you know like the nostalgia of it um and we visit the studio museum and we visit like all these like cool restaurants and the kids you know we were like teenagers just chilling and kicking it and like going to on studio visits and right. making art and going to the park and drawing and stuff. And so like, I was like, this is cool. Right. So like, I was like, I can see myself mm-hmm. being like this and like meeting artists and just, you know, the facilitators were all artists. Right. So, um, and yeah. we stayed in a, I don't know what, I don't know what New York school we stayed in Pratt or something like, something like mm-hmm. that. Right. And then we traveled to, I, with Marwan. I also traveled to Myad, Milwaukee, right? And so, like, there were moments where I was just like, ooh, art school. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then I went to, and then I was in high school, and, um, you know, I got involved with, um, that, and that's how I met a lot of my friends, um, just, like, being the quirky little visual artist and, um, you know, just, like, doing events and, like, doing things with other people who were mm-hmm. creatives. Right. And the, so like high school really shifted my narrative to be like, oh, I could, you know, I'm sort of more on my own. Yeah. And I could like really like design myself and like, you know, the way that I, whatever, I can hang out with who I want to hang out with. And I got into like the whole like grunge, graffiti, like Afro-punk mm-hmm. before, I was
0: able to go to Afro Punk scene, and then um. Yes, I see those pictures on Instagram, girl. Which you girl. do your black and white thing? I love those black and white moments you have. I just <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful.
1: Child, thank you. <laughs> I, you know, and then. You know, but it's it's not all rosy, right? Like there's just moments right. where it's just like, oh, I have to do this thing that I don't want to do. How do I, right? Like that's a that's a conversation for you know a little bit later. But how do I like actually live off of art? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the that's the issue. Um, and yes. There would be certain things and certain programs like career. Festivals and stuff like that that I would attend to be like, oh, I could do this, I could do that. But it doesn't really resonate with you until, like, you just start practicing and failing at other things, like mm-hmm. <laughs> failing miserably and then, you know, really going into um, moments. I mean, I went to UIC and I decided to take a painting and everybody would be like, what are you doing? What is... <laughs> why mm-hmm. and I would not everybody but a lot of people but I had very like um critical professors at UIC and one of them was Carrie James Marshall and he would um you know just kind of like I would just like latch on to him yes <laughs> would be I would like, too. yeah and um because of his path and like how he was really thinking critically about even institutions, like art institutions and stuff. So, like, I would, you know, start little, like, me and my other black friends that were few would start little mm-hmm. crews mm-hmm. at the university and just like, you know, really explore and experiment. And, you know, so I feel like there were certain moments where, you know, something could have popped off, but it didn't. By pop off, I mean like, you know, really like flourish and stuff like that, but it didn't, but those were all like moments to, um, like push, uh, for, I guess where I am now, you know, people say like, you, you know, you're not, you wasn't ready for like that experience, blah, blah, and, um, mm-hmm. I would kind of be like, man, um, but anyway, and so, and so I just started teaching, um, then I had a child, And that was a pivotal moment because I was like, oh, motherhood, you know, certain things have to pause. A lot of things have to pause. Not that you have to, not that you're not like painting anymore, you're not doing stuff anymore, but your time is just totally like not your time for a very long time. And then Mm -hmm. you have to figure out how to like reclaim your time and and work with your child to like have like this type of routine and like daily experience with one another Um, and that took that took a lot of time um i'm also a single parent and i've been a single parent for most of the duration of parenting so that just took a lot of mental um development and like and so and so i would latch on to like people who are mothers and black and artists right so i can just get like figure out <laughs> yeah what they were
0: doing that was that made sense to me and my practice and that makes sense because i know now you you started the um ways we make mm-hmm. uh, series where it's nurturing creative communities as mothers of color and that seems so perfect for you because of your experience and bringing together these women these black women who are mothers or just women of color in general and yeah. i think that's a beautiful thing a beautiful concept can you talk more about how you started that and why yeah for sure like i, I don't I,
1: marwin is not paying me for this <laughs> i promise you <laughs> you are so funny <laughs> no one and no one is perfect but i will shout out marwin a few times um so I literally, um, so there's this, um, there's an artist residency that Marwin does for the teaching artists, right? Um, and mm-hmm. while, while the facilities aren't being used, they offer up the space, which I think is brilliant, It's in the city. <clears throat> so I always had like a qualm after I had a baby, because, you know, after you go through the muck and the mire, you'd be like, oh, this doesn't make any sense. Y'all are just right. discriminatory y'all should stop right um (laughs) so i always always had an issue with the western art canon because it's just so it's just it's just so um limited there's so many um limitations and um it's so skewed towards a certain demographic right it's Mm -hmm. very white i mean now it's you know it's shifting slightly but it's very white and most of the resources go to white people for sure and the artist residency is you know something that i you know i you know i'm saying i started our residencies getting a peek at them when i was in high school and then in college i did an artist residency at yale so like i was very familiar and aware of like what an artist residency can provide for you right Mm -hmm. and then i was like oh you know it's the summertime um there are no there there are very limited resources for parents who are mothers Mm -hmm. (laughs) who who, want to explore artist residency Um, and I knew that um, but then I was just like well what am I going to do so I ended up getting this artist residency with Marwan and it was cool because it was in the city I could take my child to some day camp or school or whatever she was probably in day camp I can go there. I was a teaching artist as well. So I had like, you know, flexibility in my schedule. Um, I can go there and I can like do art for me. I wasn't even thinking about until I started talking to like, you know, some of the parents at Marwin. like, yo, this is like crazy. They're like, I can do this art residency. I'm a mom, I can, t- I can carve out my day during the day. <laughs> Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like you know have a selected space and it was only for like three weeks but um those three weeks were like really I think it was for three weeks I don't remember how long it was but those three weeks really had me shifting like man you should just make (laughs) you should create or like start that like a dialogue of how you can do workshops that consider like parents who are artists um, who are black and brown, right? Connect with people. So during that, I did, I um, made a manifesto and I made some paintings that were not all that great. And then I, uh, but, I, but what I got out from it, which was good, was the manifesto. And then I started to do programming with different parents and I connected with different institutions that I, you know, had already had relationships with and that really developed the ways we make series. It was because there was the absence. I like to talk (laughs) and run my mouth. (laughs) Sometimes
0: people like to talk with with me. Yes. We all love to talk with you, but I think that Um, that's, that's really interesting because you feel the need for sure. But what I really admire about that is that as mothers, you know, where you're taught to kind of put your child first and to and sometimes you forget about your own needs and interests, you know, because you're taking care of this other person, which is such an important job. And I love that you're bringing these women together who are still practicing their art or still doing their art in different ways, bringing them together and then like having this community to talk and share resources and just like, you know, chill. And... have someone there when like times are rough, or like you need a resource, or you wanna just like kick it with someone. I love that you started that because it's so important, especially for black women artists, because, you know, it is, the art industry is very, still very white, very, you know, exclusive in many different ways. And so we have to create our own spaces in many different ways. And I mm-hmm. love that you took that upon yourself to create the space for mothers, mother creatives.
1: Thank you, so. thank you, thank you. Thank you. I did, and, uh, and um, you know, we're re-up, re-upping, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. you know, just to, like yourself, am interested in um, this idea of uh, artist residencies and, like, what mm-hmm. they actually mean. So the Ways We Make received a propeller grant to curate... Or put on a project for um, one black woman of, who lived on the South Side. Mm-hmm. And like to really think about what type of experience could you construct with this one black creative? Thinking about like what her family needs are, thinking about what her uh, financial needs are, right? Because nobody should be doing this work unpaid. And because right. labor, okay. Right. Black woman's labor is constantly overlooked, devalued. Mm-hmm. Overlooked. We constantly ask for ideas. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, especially, especially single mothers, right? Like, none of that shit is paid. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. None of that work is paid. Um, you can curse. <laughs> that's where I'm headed. Um, I mean, because of the pandemic, um, the propeller grant was actually used as, like, relief money, mm-hmm. which, um, <laughs> craze black yes black gods hallelujah <laughs> so shout
0: out to three walls for that um yes and three walls is an amazing organization by right. the way and mm-hmm. yes and jeffrey hayes is like so
1: dope i love yeah. her so much and she's made such great strides at three walls and you know what she's done Which what, she, what she's done with the program how she's, like, shifted the demographics of the board. I mean, mm. she was doing that way before today, how people are looking like, what yeah. are you doing wrong?
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> before it became trendy to have diversity. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yes, yes, before it became trendy. And in the art world side-eyed her. They, they really did. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just glad that, like, I don't know, in some ways this pandemic has been awful for so many people, awful. Um, and so many people have fallen through the cracks and, you know, you know, because the government is just slow mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, has a, a really um, demonic agenda. But for some of us, I will say, for some of us, there are so many resources that are being allotted right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That, to, you know, we really need to just be on re- gaining those resources and working with one another and doing this whole virtual thing, right? Like, you can't stop the vibe.
0: Because, like, you know. Yeah. Got to tell I think, each other about it, too. Yeah, we got to tell each other
1: about it. And we got to, like, continue to, like, build with one another. Mm-hmm. Because before, prior to the pandemic, there was so, there's... You know, America didn't work for Black people. Period. Like it wasn't working for us, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that it's gonna work for us at post-pandemic, but it certainly is, is making people more aware of uh, of systematic oppression and whiteness. And and there's there's so many allies now, and you know, I'm I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I just had um, a Zoom. I sit on an arts advisory board at Experimental Station and we put on a couple of events and just about like how Black artists like sing during this time and like how we um think about what kind of world we want to construct. And so we had a Zoom yesterday where I uh, presented a project that me and my daughter did together. And so it oh, was nice. very, it was a dialogue between me and her just really talking about like, it, it was it was kind of like fleshing out my manifesto as a Black woman mm-hmm. and, you know, just like these big ideas of like uh, intersectionality and just like, you know, how do we af- positively affirm ourselves and, you know, what is needed? Like, how do we think about power structures in the Black community? And um, mm. that was cool because me and her worked on it like all day and all night. But like the past couple of days.
0: Yeah. And That's she helped nice. Me with That's nice. beautiful.
1: Thank you. You and, and your like, daughter was, did that wow. together. We did it together when we went over the script. And it was just like this moment where I was just like, okay, she's my co-collaborator. She's 10. So, like, you know, she's very, Start very them young, young.
0: girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, and honestly, I wish I could have wrapped my head around how to, like, really infuse her in my practice A little bit younger, but then it's just like me just trying to get my practice back together. Like what I Mm want to say and like me and and so I curate and I also make art. So it's just like, you know, I don't want to put boundaries on my thoughts, but it's hard to wrap your head around like, you know, you want this solitude for yourself, but then you also have to infuse, you know, your, your, your community and the public. Well, you know, your children.
0: Yes, yes. And I'm really curious about this intersection you have between being an educator, being a, you know, a teaching artist and an educator, being an artist, painting, and then being a curator and doing all these like community building events and residencies. How do you see them intersecting with each other or do you see them separate?
1: I mean, they're definitely intersectional. You need, you need all of them. As a collaborator, I just kind of am working on um, not thinking about control so much. Mm, <laughs> you know what I like, I think big. people think about, oh, I have, to, I have to micromanage. And I have to like, even as a parent, it's just like, girl, she is not going to do this thing that you want her to do. <laughs> the way you want her to do it. Just give it up. Like, let go, breathe, inhale, exhale, do something. Right. And just let her like find a vibe. And, and I think that I'm a, I'm an air sign. So I, I, so I naturally am like flow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, <laughs> just breathe and just like let things be. But I also, you know, don't want it to be all like all over the place. Right. Cause I've, mm-hmm. I've had those extremes. I think that they all just can, they can work. Together, and I think once you have a language, it's easy for you to like go in and out of all the modes. And I've seen arts administrators and artists kind of like be able to do that in ways that are just so inspiring. Um, you know, Tracy Hall is a really good example of someone who is just yes. like considers all of it an art practice, right? Her She's curation,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, and
1: like highly, just like brilliant, and just like even her the way she speaks, right? Like Mm -hmm. I know, I know orators who are just will talk and just make you cry. But then you see their art. It also makes you cry and laugh, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's a very, and so I'm, I'm interested in how to, how can I embody all of those paths of like, this is what I do, but it's not separate from doing this part of what I do which is yes. not separate from doing this part. So like really finding the flow.
0: Yeah, and I see that in your work for sure. I think that this thread of just being a Black woman and being a mother plays in everything you do because that's part of your identity. But I also see just your, your interest to kind of shift norms and bring in more voices and create more spaces and also to just like reimagined space for Black people. I see that as a thread in all of your work. So I definitely see it connected. And you're inspiring because I think that's hard sometimes, you know, to, to, put it all together and then when it's when you feel like it's fighting or you have to do one and you can't do the other yeah that's when you burn out and all that other stuff stress and you know anxiety comes out so I think you're doing a really good job of flow and just like bringing it all together in this really beautiful way thank you thank you teach us your ways girl I don't
1: know I'm like I'm just trying to you know I'm just trying to just trying to get my jedi mind tricks on you know what i'm saying <laughs> i can't even you, a, a lot of it is just like being still and, mm. and, and and affirming the things that you want in your life mm-hmm. and constantly doing that you know like uh, like saying you know when you get up in the morning and just you know just being a part of like the higher universe and just talking, to, talking to the universe. Like it's, it's a, it's tangible. Yes. And that has worked for me at least for this year.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we are, we can only move in the present, right? Just focus on like what's happening now and keep it moving. Cause this for is sure. gets overwhelming. Yeah. It gets very
1: overwhelming and, you know, and also just like, you know, being, being comfortable with not being uh, right all the time, but being mm-hmm. very aware of like the things that you, it's, 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 a, it's, a, um, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Absolutely. You know? And it, I think that paths that I've crossed, I've only been blessed to like cross those paths, but I'm really trying to like chessboard my way into like thinking about or, or making things that make meaning and Matter to mm-hmm. me, you know, <laughs> because mm-hmm. I have these conversations with others, and and you know, especially Black women. I'm just like, I mean, Black Black men too, right? Because we live in community with within one another and other people, right? Like right. allies, and really cultivating those relationships. And so a lot of America teaches you American culture just teaches you you're just independent. You're you know. You can do this on your own, blah, blah. blah. But like, that's like, that goes against a lot of what our DNA, (laughs) Mm -hmm. our ancestry has, You know, it kind of doesn't even make sense to a certain degree.
0: And that's all rooted in white supremacy, right? That individuality and competitiveness and work hard, don't think about it, keep moving. That's all part of white supremacy culture. So we have to move away from that and go towards community and like... Togetherness and rest because that's so important. Girl, and black people
1: need so much rest, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. that should be a part of that should be a part of reparations package. Rest. Okay. (laughs) Give me like five hours a day of just rest. That's what I want. That's what I want. (laughs) That's what not only that's what you want, that's what you need. Because Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then shout out to the NAT ministries, they're doing dope work. Yes, but I um, love them. We love them. I haven't actually went to a NAT ministry, but that's on my uh, in my yeah. mind. I do NAT ministries every couple. Go- <laughs> right. Every other day, I be like, girl, I'm gonna just. Take I a know. I just nap. got on that. Like
0: <laughs> someone told me about that like two months ago or something. And I looked at it and I was like, oh my god. didn't know about this i haven't been to any events either but definitely on my radar i love it because rest is revolutionary right rest is
1: revolutionary Mm -hmm. and black people just i mean god darn it we just really have been white supremacy has done the most to Mm -hmm. our just existence and it's shameful (laughs) not only is it shameful it's like but it's also like I am in awe to see, like, how Black people just still move. You know what I'm saying? Like, with the power and the purpose and, like, the... Even when we are on some individual materialistic type BS, like, we are just still so fly, you know? <laughs> like, it's just... You can... Like, yo. And that's, like, the connection. That's, like, the deep-rooted connection where it's just, like, you. we don't die, we multiply, right? Like, we're just very... Like, we just, bridges beings that is just, and I'm, you know, I, I, I love my blackness, but sometimes it's just so painful, right? Like, it's just like, damn, why do I have to struggle so much and be in tune with this white supremacy? Like, how do I tap out, right? Like, tap out. Like, I'm ready to just, like, tap out for most of the time and just be solo. And sometimes I can, like, go in solitude and just you know, be in communion and be with Black artists and just be like, oh, this feels really good, and mm. this seems like where I should be. But, I mean, no space is perfect. It's just, I'm just saying, right. like, you know, as artists and as, like, makers of space, there has to be a, you know, this moment where it's just like, okay, I'm going to tap out mm-hmm. of the Matrix, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and I'm gonna tap into like you know something other and that will like feed
0: me my high really power. good things for sure. Yes, and that's yeah. okay to need to tap out. Yeah, I mean that honestly, is, like, like more people should do it to just like take a moment, take a breath, like remove yourself. You know, you need that so.
1: You need yeah. that, and it's just like you know, no one should be worked to death, right? Like when you're Amen. in these, like these POC, predominantly no PW whatever, predominantly white schools and institutions and jobs. Yo, those are the when after post pandemic, just hire more black people <laughs> to talk about rest in these spaces <laughs> like the nap ministries need to multiply and they need to go in all these like very toxic i'm just saying that you know yeah. give them all the resources they need to do those things but like rest is something that you know even it's a stereotype for us to you know because black people it's the, the stereotype is that black bodies are lazy right we built this country we literally built this country right. for free Yeah, like, huh? It's the most absurd way of thinking, and that's what Chad. When I was in graduate school, I was like, "What the heck is this?" I was breaking out in 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 different places. Like, I had eczema just because, just sometimes America is just not good for me, or the diet. And I understand that, and I need to tap out, right? But like, I was I was like breaking out in so many different places, and I was stressed all the time, and. It was weird because undergraduate school, I feel like I was spending more hours like solo in grad school than undergrad, but grad, but undergrad was like, um, you know, a longer duration of time, right? Grad school is like more condensed, but it's just like, yo, that condensation, that condensedness of being inside of predominantly white institution really took a toll on me. Plus, I wasn't a parent when I was an undergrad and I, you know, it's just, it was just like the craziest experience. It was good in some ways, but like, it really took a toll on me. And I was just like, what the heck is this? But like, just needed to rest. I needed to tap out and I needed to take myself out of certain equations.
0: Yeah. And I think you're you're touching on something that's important of how people of color experience prominently white spaces and Mm -hmm. how that can be harmful for us and how it could take a toll on us and like how we move through those spaces and what we what we have to do, how we show up. I think all of that is super relevant and important to acknowledge that. It's hard. I mean, things are hard, you know, you have to deal with people being dismissive or not valuing you or, you know, racist and just having, you know, all these all these different factors when you're already trying to learn and grow as an individual and then having to also be impacted by other people's energies and just life in general and it's a lot so i just want to take a moment to acknowledge that that yes it's hard being a black woman in predominantly white spaces period absolutely it's it's hard
1: yes and and it's hard for black men too absolutely black people black bodies it's hard and brown bodies you know i don't want to even deny our like you know comrades in other spaces yeah but like it's just hard it's hard. not only is it hard it's toxic
0: that's the word toxic it is,
1: it is detrimental to your brain <laughs> and your body <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah ratchet. yeah um, yeah so when you say something and you know you become this angry black person or you become this passive and this dismissive person and then you have to go home with that with that um energy and shit and it's just it's very you know that's why I like really appreciate like people who can just kind of like you know live off the
0: grid <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can I can't do that <laughs> I don't get to... away man I yeah, wish I mm-hmm. wish I wish I could just like be like you know what, I'm just going to remove myself totally Mhm sometimes I want to but sometimes I, yeah. I I enjoy these spaces as well. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like it's like my gift and my curse. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I, but, I understand. Um, and you know, I'm a natural introvert, so I crave solitude all the time. But mm. I also love being in a community with like like-minded, spirited people. So I feel you on that kind of push and pull of wanting yeah. your own space, but also yeah. wanting to be in community and all the blessings and beauty that comes from that. Yeah. So it's a lot, I, but I do want to, I do want to um, talk about something that's a little bit lighter and something oh. that hopefully will bring joy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, because We experience joy too. It's not always hard. What is inspiring you these days? What's bringing you joy? Mm. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) Reparations. No. um, (laughs) (laughs) I think we're going through a moment of like, you know, you know how they say like a little Africa. I think we're going through a little reparations moment. And mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm really, I got my eyes on the prize, right? I mean, what brings me joy, man? I, you know, I just made this project with my daughter. That was, like, really cool yeah. to, like, see her excited about what I'm excited about and just, like, have a conversation. I've been, I've been, like, just, like, you know, because of the pandemic, bless those who are struggling, for sure. But because of the pandemic, I've just been, like, at home, building mm-hmm. with my family and just, that, I, I, I'm, I'm part-time what I'm doing right now but like I can be home and I can drink water and like take my time with certain things and not have to be like on somebody else's time and that's really important to me and that brings me joy. I am in conversation with a lot of different artists who I really like appreciate their work and I see them the way they move and that's exciting to me about our future collaborations. You know, it's a summertime shy, so it's still like even though we can't hang out for real, for real. You know, I love summertime Chicago. Me I too. think there's,
0: it's my you favorite know, season.
1: It is such a good season in Chicago. I I appreciate Chicago. It's like could be very humbling. Could be very maybe humbling is not the word, but it's like a it's a it's a space where people like build and get things done and, you know, laugh. I love summertime Chicago. I'm also a summer baby. Yeah, just like the day-to-day with me just figuring out how to do things that bring me joy
0: day-to-day. I feel you on that. And I know there's, you know, it's, summer is different definitely this year because of the pandemic, but I just love heat and just love that sunshine. And I try to get out when I can and just, like, take a walk or whatever. And it, it feels super replenishing for me, so yeah.
1: I just can't wait to you help me book my trip to Ghana.
0: <laughs> that is coming as soon. Look, as soon as we can travel again, I am going to Ghana on this retreat, and I'm bringing you with me and as many women creatives who want to go because as this, I've been looking forward. To this for years so it's okay, just I a matter it. of time
1: <laughs> and I specifically like yes haven't been to Africa but I specifically have been needing to go to Ghana
0: specifically mm-hmm. Ghana so I'm just like okay I know who to talk yes to. Ghana's beautiful and there's some it's so much history and culture there but what's really beautiful about the retreat for me is just that, like you were talking about, that time and space mm-hmm. to breathe and make art and be yeah. in community with other women and just, yeah. like, be creative. I think it's okay. so important. So
1: I was going to say that's, that's going to be a pivotal moment for, for me.
0: For I can't sure. wait. I can't wait for you to come with me. It's going to be lit. So fun. I believe you. I okay, dating. so I always like to ask my guests this question just to kind of like, you know, feel just to end on like a blessing. Mm-hmm. What what do you think has been your favorite accomplishment or your biggest blessing so far? Girl. <laughs>
1: I don't know I've <laughs> had like I've had several blessings, and like I'm just so yeah, I'm just grateful, you know, I feel like me understanding like my connection to like the universe, my like vibration to like that is not as limited as me just praying to this all powered God, right, like that is not as as limited as what I thought it was, understanding like the energy that i have within myself that i can tap into or refuse certain things and i think that that's been like my greatest blessing because especially right now because like at the beginning of the year i said you know i'm gonna be financially stable by the end of this year like i've, I've just been claiming those things claim it i'm gonna be uh in a in a in healthy relationships by the end of this year like i'm gonna mm-hmm. have Certain things, and I t- and I gave myself by the end of this year, whatever. But like I gave myself time to like think about those things, right? I'm I'm working on like my health and um, just 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 taking my time yeah. and understanding that things don't come tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And that tomorrow is not a given, right? Like I just mm-hmm. you know all those things. So I think that me just slowing down and just being um, centering myself. It's something that it's like a total gift because I feel mm. like, you know, if I'm not worried about certain things happening when I think they should happen, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: then like, you
1: know, there's a, like, a lot of stress is just removed from that equation. So yeah, just being just being in better relationships with myself and with the people who are around me. I think that's just been my blessing.
0: I love that. Yes, yeah, such a great way to kind of to just like be mindful of how important community is and Mm -hmm. how it's a blessing to have like people who care about you and are there for you and have like those real relationships yeah so i love that so is there Mm -hmm. anything you want to share out to the community about like things you're working on projects how can people get in contact with you oh i love that okay um (laughs)
1: Uh, okay, so check out a couple of things. check out experimental stations advisory board It's on their um advisory board series how black artists sing in a sing in, during this time. I think I'm botching the title, but it's okay but um it's a it's a series that has been recorded and so I hope that that is up on this website. Some really cool artists really very important work that they're doing um so that's one. Check out my day-to-day, my nine-to-five part-time. I work at a co-working space. And at this co-working space on the South Side, we are. I'm, I'm going to begin to initiate the artist residency. So check Ooh, that out soon. Yes. I'm really excited about that. So Ways We Make will be in collaboration with Colab 7100 to curate kind of a series of programs that centers artists. And I'll share that with you.
0: Yes, share with me and that. I will share it with everyone because that's Work. exciting. It's look that
1: exciting. up. Look that up. I'm Don't look it up right now, but I'll share it with you and then you'll share it with your public. <laughs> yes, America. yes, yes. Coming soon. Coming soon, yeah. There's an art exhibition up at 6th. Um, 6018 North Gallery on the north side It's on Kenmore And it's um, it's a Windows project It's called Windows to the World So I helped to curate that And we have a lot of Really beautiful artists um, Who are, you know Activating the space So the, the yard The windows The top mm. And then there are some Performances as well But because of COVID Like there's some really Like interesting artists Who are thinking about This time right now And um, yeah. their practice so that's that's really interesting. So the show's up now, and again, there's more performances. Um, it's called. You can follow it on um, Instagram and Facebook, and you can contact me.
0: <laughs> yes. How can people get in contact with you, Wisdom? With so
1: my so my email is just my first and last name, Wisdom Baty, W I S D O M B A T Y at gmail.com. dot com, and. If you're interested in what I'm doing, please contact me. If you got some resources, I appreciate that. (laughs) Yes, and And, you're on Instagram too. Yeah, it's at Wizzyland. So at the at sign w i z y underscore l a n d on Instagram, and then I'm on Facebook too. But Instagram and um email is
0: perfect yes cool. go and follow wisdom and look up all these amazing projects she just talked about because she's doing so important work and you, you have to come back on when you do that start the collaboration with the collapse 7100 because i want to yeah. hear all about that residency too that sounds dope congrats yeah thank for you getting so that much up sure. Thank you. Um, and, yeah. and you can
1: um, I have another page on Instagram called Ways We Make. So look that up. It's connected to the Wizzyland one. Yeah, but I, I you know, because I definitely am interested in what you're doing, and your artist retreat and your residencies. So I want to learn from the best.
0: <laughs> oh please! <laughs> but thank you, Boo. Thank you definitely, so we will be always connection you're my sister so thank you thank you thank you for coming sister. on i love you thank so you. much i love and you so much too I'll talk to you later
1: all right thank you for inviting me and um good luck on on everything that you do thank
0: you you too thank you sis all right bye, bye. see you see you next week same day same time Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And send me a comment if you really like this one. And remember to uplift and support another woman creative today. Always remember to embrace your creative genius.